Well, why don't we start with a hearing from each of you, and maybe um, each of you can just say your name and then uh, a little bit about your um, your interest in neuroscience, like and and your background in neuroscience. So, you know why why you're here, why you're going to spend some time talking to me about neuro- neuroscience, like what your interest is. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> Okay. Chris, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm Chris. I am just starting my third year, I guess. And um, I actually became interested in neuroscience in your class. I really didn't know a lot about it before that. And I saw it and it was kind of like, I don't know what I'm walking into here, but completely open-minded. And then when I got in there, I found that I really, really enjoyed it. And I've continued doing a bit of research on things ever since I'd left the class. Actually, uh, some work on one of my topics that I put specifically was the the brain and the visual system. Um, Because of my own situation, being visually impaired, I don't mind disclosing that. Um, It kind of took a specific, uh, you know, fascination the way that that all worked out when we were working on that chapter. So... I decided I was going to go and do a bit more research and now I'm starting to branch out into some more things. So that's why I thought this is great too, because it's another way to be able to do research and actually have a conversation with people about different topics. That's great. Uh, great. Well, thank you for sharing that. And uh, I'll, I'll come back to you about what specific topics you're interested uh, in a little bit, but um, we'll, we'll move on then. And come back to that. Okay, so as you guys already know, I'm Ayaz, and just like Chris, I'm in my third year as well. So neuroscience for me, um, I think it's something that's always been close to me. Well, the brain itself, like I've always been interested in um, the human brain, and um, I just, I just love how, like, how powerful it is. Yet how we're in control, but we're not in control also, because there's so many things that. that uh, we understand, but we also don't understand. And it's all in our head. Um, I, I just love that. And I also love biology and the fact that um, I'm applying biology directly to something that I'm interested in. Like, um, you know, for for example, all the things that we learned about neurotransmitters, how they work um, in neuroscience. Um, I love that. Um, and even the podcast that I had made uh, for my final assignment for neuroscience, it was something that's very real, you know, like people, um, people have been using substances for, for a long time, um, for like over 10,000 years. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that before too, but, um, just something like that. It's very interesting to see how, um, those things come together, um, from the outside and in here as well. So, um, I, I just have a general passion for science and I very much have a passion for, just humans in general, human, the human body, and especially the human. So that's why, that's why I'm here. That's great. It's, it's really nice for me to hear this um, a little bit again, because some of it I, I know from mm-hmm. both of you, but um, to hear you sort of say that again and remind me of that passion for neuroscience. Chris, do you want to just tell me a little bit of, or tell us both, us all, I guess, all our millions of listeners, um, what topics you thought you wanted to explore and in a little bit in more depth during these uh, podcast episodes and, and why that's the case. 
uh, I, one of them I had mentioned already, actually, which was the visual system in the brain. And I just I found when we did that lecture in the actual class that it was very fascinating how uh, the whole discussion comes up with you know do we see with our eyes? Do we see with our brain? Like what's happening the whole time when we're trying to look at something or make sense of what we're looking at? Um, also, the various challenges that can come up. Um, with the visual system, the brain, and how they impact the way that the person um, sees the world. So they may see things in black and white, color, tunnel vision, etc., and that's all caused by um, what's going on inside. So that was for that topic. Uh, there is a section under sensory neuroscience, which in some ways goes with that, but goes a lot more into our sensory uh, information, feel, touch, um, and specifically how we interpret the world based on those things and what's going on again inside um, our brain as we're trying to sometimes manipulate or, you know, see what's going on with different things. Mm -hmm. Those were the two, right? That you, Or did you say another one? I can't remember. There, there was a few of them, um, but... The other one I'll mention is looking at um, how conditions such as uh, MS come up and how the myla is, is damaged. I've read a little bit about it. Um, that's only one example of a condition that is um, come up when the central nervous system is impacted. When you say condition, you mean like disease, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like disease um, and pathology. Yeah, and that is something that is caused um, by issues with the central nervous system, which that in itself is very fascinating, the way that the nervous systems work and how they impact the body. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's great. Um, I asked, do you want to tell me about what you were interested in? Did you give that some thought? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, so there's, well, I'll, I'll mention two topics for now. So the first one that I'm very much interested in is anything and everything to do with memories. And specifically from a neuroscience perspective, um, how we can access and how we can change. Them. <laughs> how we can sorry, uh, access and, and what? How we can access and how we can alter them. Because um, to a certain extent, our brain already does that for us, altering memories every time we recall something. Um, there's reconsolidation happening, but um, my focus is more on like, and this this kind of branches with uh, more like you know sci-fi technology, but being able to project our memories um, into like a visual recording or some something like that, something along those lines. So I'm very much interested, and I know it's not happening anytime soon, but for what the future holds and stuff, um, I'm very much interested in memories and even just mapping out. Um, the whole brain. I believe they're working on something like the connectome at this time where they're trying to map out yep. the entire human brain. Um, even even what that holds for us, I'm very much interested in that, uh, the potential for that and just potential for us as a species once we get to that point. Um, and you'll probably notice throughout, uh, throughout our time with these podcasts, like a lot of the things that I'm interested in, they're coming from either, you know, pop culture or something that, you know, as, as a kid that I watched growing up, like cartoons or anime, something like that. So another thing, another thing that I'm really interested in is something 
you know, something that we experience, all of us, um, neurochemistry or neuroscience of love. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very much interested in um, being able to quantify um, what love is. And I know it's, uh, there's, more, there's, there's more variables to that than just uh, certain chemicals in your brain. But uh, I think it's very important to quantify things um, and be able to measure things. So I would like to eventually one day figure out how you could quantify or at least measure love objectively. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, okay, so my name is Lauren Sivos. I'm a third-year psychology student at Guelph Humber. Um, I applied for this position after taking a neuroscience class last semester not last semester, the year before that with Mandy. Um, So originally I was really intimidated by the subject matter. I saw it on the course outline. I almost panicked and then I got to class and um, it had been a while since I had done anything really involved with science and I always loved it. So it kind of reignited my passion for science. And um, I had always assumed that I wanted to go to medical school. I was just kind of unsure as to Uh, what I would specialize in. And I found that with uh, Mandy's class for neuroscience, I was really interested in the brain. So this is a perfect opportunity for me to learn more about it, Um, especially now that I'm considering doing psychiatry or neuro um, neurology or neurosurgery or something like that in the future. Um, And I had a few topics that I'm interested in. Um, so one of them is with eating disorders. So I found that to be really interesting. And part of that is, um, personal with me, um, because I have struggled with that as well. So I wanted to look at what, um, mechanism may be in the brain that makes certain people, um, be predisposed to that. Um, another topic I thought about as well was mental maturity. So, um, whether there's differences in the structure or functioning of our brains for individuals that feel older than their birth age. So for myself, I'm 23. However, I feel as though I'm, I better relate to adults that are much older than myself. Um, so I wondered if there's differences that make some people feel older than they actually are. Um, another thing I thought could be interesting was the phenomenon of um, blacking out. So not necessarily alcohol induced, but um, what happens to experiences that happened that we don't recall. So when people are in the hospital because they um, experienced an injury, so they may be in the hospital for a week and not recall any of it. So why do we not remember those experiences, even though they happened and other people can vouch that it occurred? Um, So I wondered if maybe the brain uses it as a protective feature for people to not remember certain um, traumatic experiences, or if it's just the body is so focused on, um, um, whatchamacallit, uh, pres- healing, healing yeah. itself that it focuses its energy on the physical um, injury itself, whether it's a cut or a broken leg or um, some kind of infection. And then another thing I found on the news a little while ago was the, it's a um, condition called highly superior autobiographical memory. And so it's a really rare condition. I believe they say that there's only about 80 people in the world that have it. Um, And it's a rare condition where people can recall experiences from the beginning of their lives, 
So there was a woman that was briefly interviewed and I would have to look more into it. But she said that she can recall experiences when she was still in her mother's womb. So she can recall conversations that that had happened. Um, and I, I'm just interested in why some people can remember that and other people can't. Um, and another, another, I mean, I, I had a lot of topics, but this one as well is in the case of feral children, like ones that are left mm-hmm. out in the wild and stuff. Are there differences in brain development found in feral children that makes them act in animalistic ways? So when people find these children, they tend to walk on all fours, they'll growl, they'll bark, they might not um, be able, probably can't speak English if they haven't come into contact with children. Sorry, not children, people. So what are the structural differences and can it be reversed through conditioning, socialization, um, and other conditioning um, mechanisms to produce an animal child back to a normal, a normal child? So I wonder if that can be... Um, discussed i mean it it doesn't happen often which i think is why it's so interesting Mm -hmm. because there's so little that's actually known about it so i had some other ones but those were my really the ones i'm super interested in yeah that's great this first meeting i just wanted to make sure we were sort of all on the same page which means that um, get you know having asking questions about what the expectation is, and then really deciding what we want to to explore over the next um, you know three months or whatever it is that we'll be working together um, in terms of the topics because a big part of the work is going to be you all going out and you know doing a little bit of of research so reading about mm-hmm. the topic finding what other people say about the topic and just kind of bringing it all back together the following week so that we can say, okay, this is what we've learned. And then, you know, share those, those learnings, um, think about other questions we might want to ask and, you know, in a really casual way so that other people are gaining some insight into neuroscience. Okay. Sounds Sounds interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So am I. Perfect. So I will see you and talk to you next week. And then if you have any questions in the meantime, feel free to email me. Okay. Have a good rest of your week. Yeah, you as well. Take care. Bye. Bye.